0: ever wonder where ideas and laws and rules come from I mean there's a there's an old joke that when you see that label on the top of your snowblower that says don't use the snowblower on the roof could lead to hazard or even death that the reason that is there is because some idiot actually tried to use the snowblower on the roof and ended up dead and so the company got sued and so the company now puts a warning label on and says don't try this at home because you're gonna end up dead I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. I think there are a lot of rules that are established that way. They they come into being, they come into place because not following that rule leads to death or it leads to stupid. It leads to people getting hurt, doing things that they shouldn't be doing cuz You would have thought. You wouldn't have to tell somebody that. It's just common sense. But that's not always the case. In fact, some rules are just, well, they're unspoken, but they're understood. And some of those unspoken but understood rules, well, they're wrong. They were wrong when they came to mind, or they're stereotypical, but there's a reason that they're there. And Maybe even the reason behind their being stereotypical is wrong. I'll give you an example. Uh, I had the extreme honor of having a couple of millennials from the Congo, from DRC, in our home just a few days ago. And as we sat probably two, two and a half hours and just talked about life and all kinds of other stuff, one of the phrases that came up regularly was about the idea of racism as they traveled throughout the United States. And the... the Irony was, one of the young men said, and it, it was all sincerity, it wasn't any kind of the extreme statement, it was just in his conversation. He said, I know, I walk into some places as a black man, and I see the white man, and I know without any conversation he already hates me. And because I know he already hates me, I have to make a decision. Do I rush him in order to create my own space? Do I push back instantly because I know he hates me, or do I simply avoid him and hope that nothing bad happens? That's a very interesting statement because that's a rule of application that obviously he's making decisions in his life where he goes to get fuel, where he goes to get food, where he goes to go shopping, making decisions in his life based on skin color alone. But it's an idea, it's a rule inside him, whether it's come from his culture or his own observations or his own experiences or some unwritten rule that no one's ever seen before. But he's making decisions based on that rule. He's making decisions about friends and about where he does business based on that rule. That's pretty significant. But then there are these other rules, like I've recently been paying a little more attention to this New evolution of economy in the CBD oil market. Uh, personally, I, I have no interest in the market per se. I, I'm, I'm not interested in marijuana. I have no use for it. I've never tried it, never even tried it in my life. I have no interest in it. But I know though there, I do know there are people who make a living with cannabis in various ways. In fact, I was part of a conversation when a young man got his, I believe, one of the first recreational license to sell uh, cannabis in Nevada, in the, in the state of Nevada. And it was a, an interesting thing because his father's a very religious man and, and the conversation was a little, I won't say hostile, but very abrasive because on the one hand it was a new law meaning if you can apply for this and be legal to sell it then you're no longer breaking the law but the question came up even in our conversation where did the law come from why why was it illegal for so long to now be illegal what what changed is it no longer as dangerous as they once thought is that why it's not legal illegal anymore or is there a chance that the law against things like marijuana, cannabis, hemp, CBD oil, that, that the laws against it were actually written to protect the pharmaceutical industry and not to protect the people? I, I don't know the answer to that question, but I, it does cause us to ask as leaders, people who are invested in the growth of our society and the well-being of people, where did these laws come from? Where did these rules come from? Where did they originate? To begin with, how did we get here from there? I, I do believe there are some laws, universal laws, like the law of gravity, that says I don't care who you are. It's not about your background or your religious upbringing or your level of education or even your race. Gravity affects everybody equally. Everywhere on the planet, all the time. And that's a powerful thing to understand. I believe there are other laws that are universal, and they don't care about your race, education, or background. There are laws like that. There are also laws that are put in place by higher powers that protect us from operating a certain way. There, there are certain medicines for an example that are illegal in the United States, but they're not illegal in Canada or Mexico. You can use them right across the border, but you can't use them here. So were those made for all mankind? or Are they protecting something else? I don't know the answer to that question, but I do believe it's a question as leaders we need to be asking. And as leaders, if we can't dig into these more serious topics, if we can't stop and ask the question, where did that rule come from? Where did that law come from? Why is it in place? Who does it benefit? What is the purpose of it? Then we could find ourselves living under some kinds of rules and laws that benefited someone decades ago who is no longer around to reap the benefit, but we're still following them. Let me close with this. You've probably all heard the story of the man who's watching his wife cook the roast and she cuts off both ends and he says, why do you do that? She said, that's the way my mama taught me to cook. So at Christmas time and mom and grandma and great grandma are all in the kitchen and she cuts the ends off the roast and puts it and put the, it in the pot and he says, well, why do you do that? And she turns to her mother and her mother says, well, that's the way I was taught to do it." And her. Turns to grandma and grandma says, well, I don't know why they do it. They're just wasting good meat. I did it because my oven was too small. <clears throat> the only roasting pan that would fit. I had to cut both ends off the roast to get it in there. See, there, there are rules and laws that we follow now. They serve no other purpose than the way things used to be. Some of those need to be revisited. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. If attitude is going to have a deep impact on your business and bottom line, make it a positive attitude with a positive impact. Visit jlaurenorris.com slash attitudehack